Time to jump. Yeah. Hey, hey! Hey, hang on! After a long, exclusive run on PlayStation consoles, Final Fantasy XIII was the first mainline single-player Final Fantasy to release for something else on day one. It launched for both Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in 2010. A PC port followed four years later. It's received plenty of critical acclaim since, but fans have rejected its linear design and complained that it takes around 25 hours to really get going. They say that hindsight is 2020, and now, 11 years later after its initial release, it's appeared on Game Pass. Has absence made the heart grow fonder, or just made this JRPG's flaws all the more obvious? Let's find out if Final Fantasy XIII is a Game Pass or a Game Fail. Yeah, that's a good question. Final Fantasy XIII takes place in a fantasy world controlled by mythical, mechanical beings that bring great technological advancement to the world, but they can also force humans to do their bidding. Several hundred years prior, these creatures waged war on the humans, and while our species survived, the resulting government used the crisis to seize power. Attention, Purge deportees! Follow instructions and stay in your lines! As the game begins, the government evicts an entire town to try and prevent another war. Protagonists Snow and Lightning lead the forces fighting back in separate efforts to try and find Sarah, a human marked by the beings. The two groups meet up and find her, but she tells our heroes to save the world before turning into crystal. Shortly afterward, the game's protagonists are teleported to a mysterious world and find out they are marked in the same way as Sarah. None of them have a clue what their purpose or goals are. They just know they need to survive while trying to find their purpose. Come on. Off we go. The plot is plentiful and dense. While there's more than enough time dedicated to cinematics, many of them are flashbacks or obfuscated by multiple layers of mystery and jargon. Ultimately, reams of blunt exposition are needed to explain things. I mean, what do they teach kids these days? If you're not obsessively reading the data logs or using an outside reference, it's almost impossible to catch everything. When all the pomp and circumstance is stripped away, the core story follows a group of outcasts with varied backgrounds being forced to work together. It's interesting and filled with solid character work. Circumstances mix and match the core cast in various ways, but you must sift through a lot of trash to understand the nuance. There are some things in life you just do. Easy for someone like you to say. The world is a mixed bag. It's split into the main world on the ground and another that's floating above it. This techno-fantasy setting makes a strong impression. Some of the locations still hold up after a decade, but others aren't quite so lucky. The fundamental problem is that each area is mostly linear. You can leave the beaten path to find treasure orbs or avoid especially dangerous enemies, but you are fundamentally running in a straight line through each area. It takes away a lot of the environment's sense of wonder. Then let's run away! Ciao! The active time battle system mixes real-time and turn-based battles, but with a twist. While you control just one character at a time in your three-member party, you can still choose where to direct the rest of the party's attacks. Each character can do different actions based on their role. A commando can chain fast attacks to stagger enemies, a saboteur can debuff enemies, and the medic can heal. The paradigm system lets you change the arrangement of roles at any time depending on how the battle is playing out. It's an interesting design and a passable alternative to having full control over every party member. 
Final Fantasy XIII's gameplay oscillates between too much flexibility and not enough. Battles are either so easy you can use the auto-battle function to win, or so confounding that it takes trial and error to uncover the single path to victory. Summons are tied into these more rigid encounters, which makes them all the more frustrating. No! Sarah! Progression is a mess. It takes a couple hours to actually unlock the ability to level your party. There's also a fancy Crystarium system that provides a linear path of new abilities and stat buffs to unlock for each roll. Fusing equipment with materials for upgrades also takes a long time to appear, and when it does, it's impossible to optimize without an external guide. All these smaller issues aside, the fundamental problem with Final Fantasy XIII's gameplay and design is a lack of clear direction. There are so many things to fiddle with, but it's unclear how much any of it matters. Once you think you've come to grips with all its various systems and progression models, your party is shuffled and you have to figure it out all over again. The balance between play and plot is also out of whack. There are so many cutscenes that you are never playing for more than a couple minutes at a time. Even boss battles are interrupted by exposition. No matter whether you're looking for turn-based JRPGs or more action-oriented takes, there are plenty of comps on Game Pass. Square Enix recently pulled some of the earlier Final Fantasy games from the service, but 10, 10-2, and 12 are still included, and 13-2 was just added. Beyond Final Fantasy, Octopath Traveler and Dragon Quest XI are excellent examples of turn-based JRPGs, and they are both a huge commitment to complete. If you want an indie take on the genre with an innovative twist, Chris Tales is similar to Chrono Trigger with its time manipulation and dual reality mechanics. Bug Fables is a great imitation of the classic Paper Mario games. Undertale is a clear homage to Earthbound, but it's even stranger. On the action RPG front, there are big-budget classics like Skyrim or Mass Effect to tackle, while on the indie side, both Greedfall and Stardew Valley are well worth your time. Now it's time to find out. Is Final Fantasy XIII a game pass or a game fail? We really wanted to like this classic turn-based RPG. After you cut through its endless exposition filled with nonsensical proper nouns, there's an interesting setup and worthwhile characters. We've also enjoyed the flexibility of switching between roles mid-battle, but Final Fantasy XIII just puts up too many barriers to fight through and takes too long to get going. Five hours in, you still feel like you're playing its tutorial. Then, everything comes to a screeching halt when you must use trial and error to figure out the one viable solution to a more challenging battle. While it's possible that the game eventually becomes great, as critics have said, with so many competent alternatives on Game Pass with immediate gratification, it's hard to recommend. Final Fantasy XIII gets a game ban. Ups. Finally run out. For next week, we are looking at... Stardew Valley. Thank <laughs> you.